don't make us who we are So I'll dream until I make it real And all I see is Welcome back to another Mentorship Monday with Jell and Marin. I shouldn't probably sing that again. <laughs> but... I love it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, Marin. Hi, Michelle. So what is up today? What's going on? I'm going to let well, you lead today. I know. Well, I told you, Eric said you're going to share your experiences. Mm -hmm. So last week was your experience and this week is my experience. Yeah. Um, so mine was a dream. And, um, in the dream, I was like pretty confused, but afterwards, like processing it, processing it, I'm pretty sure it was like a real deal, mm -hmm. legit, maybe I was traveling. I don't know what you would call it dream. So I wanted to share it with you and get your take on what happened. Okay. Okay. So it started out and, um, I knew I was going to my grandmother's like funeral or service or like some kind of because she um had died like so I'm like okay I'm, I'm going to this thing so of course I'm going to get dressed up so I was getting dressed up and I wanted to like anytime I wear high heels I um I like to paint my toenails because I want to make sure I have good painted toenails because I can ever I can never keep high heels on for like the length of whatever I'm doing right so like okay. it is like a sure deal I will take off my shoes so I've got to have like nice painted toes. Right. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like painting my toes for this event. And I just keep hearing, you have to go. Like you have to go now. You don't have time for this. And I'm like, but I just want to just give me one more second. No, no, you have to go now. <laughs> so I was like kind of mad and I put my high heels on and they're going to just be all messed up now. Like I didn't give the toenail polish time to dry. Like, <laughs> and so I get to, um, this um like first I go to this place it, it's so odd like I felt like it was at night and there was just like a big spotlight over us and we were all like just kind of gathering and um and then I saw my cousin there so I thought oh, okay maybe this is my um a paternal grandmother and I'm like, she's already dead like why are we doing this for her and I was just so confused and um and then they told us to like line up and then they started seating us. And I thought we were going to be seated in the building, but we weren't seated in the building. We were seated outside of the building. And I thought it was like dark out and it was misty and it was cold. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be so cold. Like, <laughs> Why would they have us outside the building? And, um, and then this man, who's kind of the man that was like telling us to go where we needed to go and do what we needed to do he just took this giant glass wall and like lifted it up. And then all of a sudden it was like perfectly warm and cozy. And, um, I was like, okay. And then the, whatever happened happened, but I don't like have a memory of what happened. Um, but I know there were like a lot of people there and then there was like a waiting period. And so I just kind of went into another room and I waited and I was talking to my aunt and then there was kind of like an announcement, like we're ready to move on and we move on and I go outside and I'm kind of like the, the service was like on the side of the building. And then I go outside to the back of the building 
and it's beautiful. It's daytime. And there's like a pond that I couldn't see before. And there's a pond and I would just kind of walk down by myself to the pond and I'm sitting at the pond, just kind of like taking it all in. And this man walks up to me and he says, isn't it beautiful? And I look around and this pond is sparkling and this warm sky is so bright and the grass is so green. And like, it was just like the most perfect day. And I was like, yeah, it really is beautiful. And then I like look over and um, there's like an old swing set. And then there's like a field and in the field are these like large birds kind of running in the field. And I was like, what kind of birds are those? Kind of studied them for a minute. And I was like, those are turkeys. And I was like, oh my gosh, are we in Arkansas? And um, that's where my husband's whole family is. And the only time I've ever seen like a flock of wild turkeys mm-hmm. is in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's kind of like a dead gap. And as soon as I go, are we in Arkansas? I woke up. Mm. Then um, I was eating breakfast and my husband came up to me and he said, hey, I just got a text from my dad. His stepmother's mom had just passed away um, at night during the night. And he had just gotten the message from his dad. And I was like, that's strange. I just had a dream that my grandmother passed away. And this would be my grandmother-in-law that passed away. So I was like, maybe that's who it was. And then I was like, kind of thinking about the dream. And I was like, wait a minute. It's really odd that you would have a reception outside. Like, was that like when she was actually transitioning and maybe we just like weren't allowed in the hospital because there were so many of us or like there was like sacred boundaries or something. And then that beautiful day, was that heaven? But then what was the waiting period? And is that like common with, you know, experiences? Like what happened, Michelle? That's, well, <laughs> it's amazing because um, that was an experience of being there for someone's transition. And it was definitely an experience in heaven. And it, what it reminds me of is it's putting me in mind of a near-death experience. And so think about the near-death experience where, you know, um, we can experience that in many different ways. So the transition home, uh, sometimes we can witness it through dream state. Sometimes we can witness our own. Sometimes we have our own traveling experiences where we're given information or we see something and it leaves an imprint on us. Um, this in particular for you was one, because our souls, who we are is not this right here. We are a fragment. So we're just a tiny little splice. And if you imagine your soul is within God source. So we're all part of this great big um, like source. And, and I can't even give a, I can't even give a, how big is it? Because I mean, it's unlimited. It's bigger than what I can explain. Our, our words don't do us justice, but we are within that because we are part of that. And then within our soul is all of these many lifetimes of who we are, but so is everyone else that we're experiencing life with and many that we don't even know in this lifetime, but we know in the greater part of us. And yeah. so 
what happened was you had an experience of witnessing her transition. So before you even were given the information, because sometimes we have, um, and I'm sure you've had this before too, Alyssa, I'm sure you've talked about this before, where you'll speak to somebody right after their transition in dream mm-hmm. state or in meditation. Mm-hmm. Well, you were right there in real time with what's happening. And then as far as the, um, I was kind of listening to what I was picking up on as you were talking. And as far as that door being put down, that glass door, well, spirit and a lot of what we experience is metaphor. You know, metaphor for um, a a different state of reality. Um, What that, to me, comes forward as metaphor is often... um, I will have dreams when they show me between this world and the other, which is really, it's, it's a different state of consciousness, another state of vibration. They call it the veil, the door, the other side, all of these different names that were given. That would be the other side, because if you think about it, the cold, the dreary, the dark, that is really what earth is. You know, not saying that our whole life is dreary and dark, but we feel everything here and there's heaviness and there's pain, Mm -hmm. but you are also being shown that that pain was being left behind. Mm -hmm. That any of that, any that was connected to the, the earthly life, any of the pain, any of the sadness, any of those things was left there. And with that door being pulled down, you're in a completely different existence. So you're being tuned into the spirit part of you that was there to welcome her home and to see her home. And even though you didn't see her, you did see loved ones that were there Mm -hmm. to welcome her home. And Mm -hmm. even the ones that you may have seen that may think, well, they didn't really know each other or they weren't really all that connected, but to have a lifetime that you may be connected say to both sides like you and josh are the connection to both sides but we're all in this life together so those that we know of even if we're not close there's a soul connection there there's something there that we've come into this life to be part of and to share so when somebody comes from your soul family to welcome them home you're there whether you remember it or not you're Mm -hmm. part of that experience yeah, I believe that. Yeah. They were, there are two people too that have kind of been um, pivotal, pivotal in my awakening um, for good and bad. And um, like, so I feel like they, yeah, would yeah. be there to support. And I, there were so many people there. And it's funny because like, if I think about how we moved and you were talking about like, the transition it's like yeah at first we were like in the front of the building and it was cold and misty and rainy which that was their weather that night and then we moved to the um the middle of the building and they put it up it's almost like whenever I have a traveling dream it's like I go along with everything that's happening and then all of a sudden my like consciousness like takes over and gets yeah. really confused you know what I mean and and like those are the moments that I remember is like when I'm confused and so like, it's almost like they put that wall up, like 
Hey, tell your conscious, like you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that was kind of like the middle part. And then, yeah. And then behind the building was like the end. So that is really interesting. The, the locations of everything. And, and I mean, and the other thing is too, is there, there's a lot of like little metaphors in there that are going to mean something to you, you know, like knowing that it was Arkansas and, yeah, and, and that's what, I mean, our, our dreams are, if we want to call them dreams, our travels um actually just as you're saying this it's one thing that I'm doing some studying on right now and that I'm working on with my guides is what we are able to do within our sleeping hours because that is something that um I know that there are other people that explore that but I'm just new into really getting into not only what I can do meditation but how can I change my life or have an experience within my sleep hours that affects the waking hours? And so there's so much that our soul is capable of and that what we are part of. And once we start to have conscious awareness of it, there's more that we can do. And I say this because I feel that your soul, um, well, I know that your soul has a, a lot that you participate in on a soul level with healing and helping and helping other groups of soul and you'll bring some of that back and I feel that this particular visit was a snippet of that because part of your memory in this is not only in the experience and is there a premonition piece to it yes there's that there's that piece there because you were getting information prior to it actually, you know, your conscious mind, your waking life, knowing about it. So there's a piece of that to it, but it's also showing you that there's so much more that's happening and that our sleep hours are just as valuable as our waking hours. And that our sleep hours <clears throat> is really where our consciousness and where the human part of us say the ego part of us is able to quiet down and then we can pick up on all of these other things and bring them back in you know so it's a really an amazing experience and very peaceful to know of that prior to getting that information yeah yeah it was Mm -hmm. it was Mm -hmm. for sure and just like I don't know it just helps me with well, it makes me wonder, I'll say that just, you know, I've heard like when you transition to the other side, like there, you have a reception of all your loved ones, but I thought those were like your loved ones that had passed. And I realized that that could be your loved ones that are living. Yes. Yeah. Like that's incredible. Yes. And, and other souls have said that not all of them talk about this. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll know it because they'll show it to me. But it may, because it can be very complicated to explain that all the time to say that, you know, yes, I said goodbye to you here before I transitioned, but then I said hello to you again as I'm here because how they're perceiving, meaning the spirit, how they show it to me is even though I'm seeing, um, like I may see that same person's face because they're showing me the representation of, you know, my mom. I know my mom here and I'm with my mom here. 
but my mom is also on this side. And so sometimes that can be a little complicated to explain, but um, it's understanding that our, our fragments of ourself, there's really no disconnection of it. And that's why we hear so much in the spirit world that we're always together. You know, we're always with each other. So think of that togetherness as there's a part of you that is always with your loved one because you are so much greater. So we always hear about it as the one in spirit is with us here. We don't often hear it the other way around that we are always also with that. Yeah. So even though time is not linear and time is really non-existent past the physical realm, um, there's no way that we cannot be in some sort of communication yeah with those that we love and that just goes to show like i know i mean it just felt like a dream you know what i mean and so i know people talk about having dreams of their loved ones like just really trust that that's you know your loved one yes 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 like if that man hadn't said, hadn't said, isn't it beautiful that I might not have even picked up on the fact that, you know, well, I mean, the birds were like the giveaway, but, um, but you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, I could have told you the dream and been like, and then I was standing by a pond, but because he said that to me, then I was like, no, this is really beautiful. Like, I think that I'm somewhere else, you know? So yeah, Yeah, you were in heaven. You were yeah. in heaven and, and you were, you were in their version of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think my, my version would have turkeys running around, but their version would 100% have yeah. wild yeah. turkeys yeah. running around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and, and that is so amazing because, um, you know, so many different, uh, examples of what heaven is. And Eric always talks about, well, you know, there's different versions because we're all different and what we believe in is different. And so what we want to experience may be different. Mm-hmm. So one person's version of heaven might be uh, uh, some sort of, a, I don't know, pink cotton candy land looking place where another person's version might be sprawling green grass and rivers, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. it's, um, and it's not only that either. That's a whole other hour. So we could spend talking about that because I, do I know what heaven looks like? No. Have I had experiences that I believe I'm being shown heaven? Yes. Yeah. But based on those experiences, I also believe that heaven is not just one, we'll say one level, one town, one place, one it is a uh, multiple. It is uh, an experience that is just not one spot. So there are different levels to what it is. And that's how it's been explained to me. A lot of things yeah. that are hard to put words to. Well, I would imagine too. I mean, it's just like a di- different dimension of this. So it just was like the pond was sparklier. The sky was full of warmth. Like and the... I, I'll tell you, that's one thing that, that they often say is that there, there is, um, another earth and they call it heaven. 
another yeah. version of earth that is clean in comparison to the earth that we experience that it is actually an earth and everything is sparkly and crisper and the colors are brighter um even yeah. colors that we haven't experienced you know so yeah that's really cool well thank you michelle that makes you're me welcome feel that was interesting that was a good one so maybe by the next one the next one we'll do uh we'll do an akashic reading and um and i think that we should maybe do like a little contest or something coming up where we get someone's name and we both go into the akashics or we do something and do a little free little that would be a reading or do something cool. like that or we should plan a live we should plan a live event one night i would love that that, that would, be, would really be fun one of these monday nights we'll do that instead of yeah. recording we'll come on live and talk yeah that would be fun all right yeah. Well, take care. Have a great week, Mary. Thank you. Fix that tooth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fixed now. It's oh, fixed it's now fixed. because it's the it's the following week, right? So oh, we don't that's want, true. Yeah, to keep in line with it, we don't ever, everybody's going to be like, Michelle, you didn't change your clothes. You didn't change your clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So by the time you're watching this, my tooth should be fixed. Okay, good. All right. Okay. Bye. Take care.